went on for just a little too long Went wrong when you had to give up your guard No change, the only thing that you should It's okay, if you wanna switch up, you could If you wanna switch up, you could, could, could. If you wanna switch up, you could, could, could. VHL and welcome to the comeback edition of Jardy's Hecking Podcast. Maybe this is season three. Would I consider this season three? No, I changed seasons with the years for perhaps for what I intend to be the final, the season finale of Jardy's Hecking Podcast. And yeah, let me tell you. I'm really aiming to actually finish this one. Let, let me give you let me give you a quick little backstory because at least four of you, well, no, hold on, at least zero to four of you may have noticed that I have not really been around uh, the last number of weeks. I even missed theme week. Crazy shit, I know. Lots of TV left on the table there. I'd be beating myself up about that if I wasn't retiring on a, the worst team in the league. Um, but alas, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, I'll just go over what I've been up to. And the answer is, or I guess why I've been gone. And the answer is that I suppose I never really realized <laughs> how much my VHL activity was tied to working on the road. I suppose I really should have. Um, but since it's winter, my occupation has slowed down. I haven't had to drive anywhere, which means I haven't been able to keep up with any podcasts, no VHL podcasts, no no real life podcasts, um, and spending a bunch of time at home with my loved ones and shit, <clears throat> and I just have really fallen, really fallen off the VHL wagon, and the thing about falling off the VHL wagon is that when you fall off, it's extremely easy just to not just lay there not get up and not try to get on that wagon. You know, the further the wagon drives away, the more you just want to be like, Ugh, I don't feel like chasing the fucking wagon right now. Like, I fell off in a nice grassy knoll. It's really cozy here, honestly. The weather's good. Like, why is that fucking wagon have to keep going over there? Like, fuck that wagon. I don't want to be on the wagon. I want to be on the ground. Um. So, yeah, in these weeks, I was extremely heavily considering uh, just taking a break. Um, and admittedly, I still am. This podcast, <laughs> should it be released, which actually, real quick backstory, um, I've had, I think there's at least two podcasts that I've either recorded or started recording that I didn't end up uh, releasing uh, for one reason or another. One just ended up being really out of date. It was just a three-pointer. Um, and the other was theme week. I'd started recording. I'd recorded like the first five minutes and then I just got sidetracked and, and just couldn't, just haven't been able to be active. <clears throat> um, so yeah, with that said, I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. Like I obviously can't do this right now. Like we're going into Christmas season. I'm not going to suddenly be able to be more active. If anything, I'm going to have even less time. I'm going to be even less active. I'm going to be even less active than fully inactive. 
going into the Christmas holidays. Um, but the reason I'm attempting this podcast is I figured, you know, we're going to have a shitload of Christmas giveaways. I'm about to recreate a player who uh, my goal was to get into the VHLE as soon as possible, earn as much TP as humanly possible, um, just max them out, get them to 400 or 399 or whatever, um, and then I can just not do point tasks. I can pretty much, <laughs> then I can go inactive. Um, and that's kind of a pseudo vacation whilst also maybe kind of trying to break records or whatever for the least loved league in the league. Yeah, that made sense. Um, and here I am way up north, way, way away from any kind of society. I mean, there's society. I'm in a small community, but I'm in Stony Rapids, Saskatchewan, uh, which I've been before. If you want to Google map that, you'll notice that, yeah, it's remote. It's gone. Um, and my flight home is in three hours, actually two hours, something like that. <clears throat> uh, and with holiday season coming, you know, it's what day is it today? It's December 16th. If I make this podcast an hour long or 50 minutes or whatever, I post that shit don't got to think about it for like I got point tests for until mid-January uh, and perhaps by then I'll be in a position where I can record a few more podcasts uh, I don't know if I'll have to do three yeah I don't know how I'll earn the rest of my 12 TP maybe I just won't maybe I'll just you know make a point of doing the press conferences that I can find time for even though I haven't been um, and yeah, maybe I'll just be like a 10 TP earner, which is suboptimal. Um, but yes, had it not been for what's probably going to be a bunch of fucking TP given away for Christmas and shit, I probably would have just been like, ah, fuck it. I'll, I'll pick it up again. Like whatever in another couple seasons, perhaps. Um, but I think I can do it. You know, I got some spare time now. Uh, I can try to play a little catch up in the league. <laughs> Surely. Surely I have an hour of things to talk about. Surely they even can. Surely they even want to talk for an hour. It might only be 50 minutes, though. That would be good. Uh, so first things first, let's talk about what probably you least want to hear about. Although if Barack is listening, it'll be relevant. I'm talking about poopy pee pants and the Los Angeles stars. Um, and let me tell you, we have had a profoundly disappointing season, like truly mind-boggling. Let's take a look at their roster. Um, we've got Frostbeard with a 1,000 TPA, um, three more forwards with 600 or higher. Uh, our defenseman, our quote-unquote worst defenseman, is season 83 Brian Kowalski with 670 TPA. We got Gus in net. Art Vandalay, as the meme goes. Um so we're certainly weakest on forward, but we just had a good team. And where has that land us? Last in the North American Conference by quite a bit. We're on a 14-game losing streak. I don't know what the fuck happened. I don't know if our backup's been. I Like I said, I haven't been paying attention like the last three weeks. I truly have no idea what's going on. I know our backup was playing. Um, and yeah, we've lost a shit ton. Not only are we last in North America Conference, but I think that ties us for last in the whole last league. 
which is really good considering LA does not have their first, but that does not affect me personally. Um, what does affect me personally is the statistics of poopy pee pants. I re-rolled this off season, made them a little more scoring focused, like still primarily pass focused, pass first player. Um, you know, I've had some success with that. Season 84 had 72 points, 64 of those were assists. Um, season 82, pretty similar. 69 points, nice. 63 assists. So, you know, I had a, I had a thing going on there. Um, but note this season, I, well, yeah, this season I've tied my sophomore total so far, but it will be on the lower half of, uh, of poopy pee pants performances. Um, although probably the least penalty minutes and hits of his career, which I mean, that's not entirely a good thing. It's half of a good thing. Uh, everything else, yeah, he's just been consistently kind of average slash below average his whole career, which is really impressive um, <laughs> for how much TPE I earned with him. Uh, so, yeah, GG's to anyone who ever, you know, spent like a first-round draft pick <laughs> on Poopy or anything like that, either literally in the draft or you know, trading for him. Uh, I imagine he was, I don't know, he felt a bit cursed. Um, I guess that's what you get for putting the word poop into SDHS. Um, Simon gets mad. Uh, he doesn't, doesn't appreciate that shit. Uh, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be good. I plan on making my e-lifer a sniper or as, as snipey as I can be with 399 TPE. Um, I think that'll be a nice change up from uh from this defenseman a little bit experimental gotta say the experiment didn't work out which i gotta say is profoundly disappointing as well <laughs> you know i kind of went for the the pass first as as i said which i mean his build isn't dissimilar from bo johansson who has been having a great career you know, his uh, least scoring season was 77 points, which is more than Poopy's highest scoring season. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a little bit circumstantial. Maybe he, I mean, obviously he earned more, or Shindig's earns more than I do. Um, but again, I am shocked to see, kind of looking at these two players' builds, how much of a difference <laughs> there is between the two. I mean, obviously... You know, Boyo is a little bit better all around. You know, he's got 11 more checking, uh, three more skating, one more strength, four more puck handling, uh, two fewer passing, uh, but then eight more scoring, exact same defense. Um, in fact, the biggest, the biggest difference between Boyo and Popo, in Poopo, Poopy, whatever. The biggest difference between Boyo and Popo um, is leadership. Uh, Shindigs went out of his way to max, up, max out leadership, and what do you know? It seems to be working out. As a result, he also has quite a bit more discipline. Uh, it's an interesting little secret sauce. He's got, you know, 66 checking versus 55, and he has, I don't know, 127 hits versus 79. Penalty minutes. I mean, that's a pretty good penalty 
Uh, he still has a better penalty minute to hit ratio than Poopy does, so could be random. Could be something to that. Uh, if you want to copy a defenseman build, maybe do the more Bojo route versus the Popo route. And yeah, Chicago obviously worked out pretty well for, or has been working out pretty well for Bojo. Um, I kind of thought LA might be the secret sauce for Poopy this year, but that did not end up being the case. So sucks to suck. What do you do? It happens. Let's talk about something more. In oh, right. Actually, let's stay somewhat on that subject. Uh, I know Zach, you know, a couple, a week or two before the deadline, he's like, looks like shit's going bad. Are you guys cool with being traded? And we're like, yeah, whatever you want to do, man. You're, you're the boss. You're the man now, dog. Um, <clears throat> but trade deadline kind of came and went. Wasn't a lot of interest in anybody by the looks of it. There was three trades this past Monday, which is presumably when that was, December 12th. Uh, so it was the bigger trades were like a couple weeks before that, but the only, yeah, there was three trades made on Monday, but one got vetoed because fucking Moon doesn't know how to math. Uh, Oscar Lindbergh was almost an upgrade in net from Wumbo, uh, but they couldn't afford him. Couldn't afford Doomsday. He's too good. Uh, and the other two were just really minor trades, a little, a little tool up to make Chicago a little bit better on a budget. They got William Futch and Watson Power uh, for a couple draft picks. A first, which I'm mildly surprised about. Um, and then they also got Sam Tombstone, a better backup option, I suppose. <clears throat> but yeah, by the seems of it, no teams were really interested in making moves for any of LA's players that were on the block, which I don't blame them. Again, kind of the, one of the more quote-unquote alluring pieces would have been Poopy, who is a liability, really. <laughs> it's a $2.5 million kind of mediocre. It's, it's worth more than he's worth, if that makes any sense. He's neither worth the cap space nor the draft pick. Uh, and presumably, I think everyone just kind of had their team set from in the offseason for the most part. So the trade deadline was not all that fascinating. Um, so it's really easy to check out if you're an L.A. star, especially, again, <laughs> if you're retiring like I am. I mean, it really doesn't matter. You know, Poopy's not chasing any kind of individual achievement. Our team is out of playoffs. Uh, yeah, it's essentially a very long off-season at this point. Moving on to something more interesting, uh, the fucking VHL Christmas auction is on. Uh, and let me tell you, we got some good shit going on this year. I offered to do a acapella song as a stretch goal, and I was very fully prepared to, like, do fucking Through the Fire and the Flames by Dragon Force. Like, I was just picturing me in my truck, you know, listening to the song over and over, making random sounds with my mouth. Well, not random sounds, but, you know, imitating an instrument and then starting it over and then imitating a different instrument and then starting over, uh, etc. And then, of course, singing at the end over top of it. And it was going to be glorious. Uh, but... Probably fortunately for everybody, uh, that was not accepted. No one gave a shit. 
and we've got two pages, realistically one page. I think there's only one item on the second page um, <clears throat> of, of auction items, and, and they're good ones. Uh, I'll highlight the ones I've been interested in, which is almost all of them. Obviously, the first one, uh, the big standout, is Crochet Scarves by You Loser Leet. Um, I've already put a $20 offer on it. His scarves are all pretty dope, or all his uh, crochet work is all pretty dope. I like being warm. I'd like to randomly receive a scarf in the mail and have my friends and family be like, what the fuck, why did you get this random scarf in the mail? And then I'll be like, I... <laughs> bought it slash donated to a Christmas charity at the same time. It's great value. And now I have this nice scarf from my internet hockey friends. Shut the fuck up. <clears throat> and they'll be all like, oh, um, yeah. Uh, the next up, which one What was the next one I bid on? I thought about bidding on the bite size Baraka by, it says bit size because acid burn sucks. Uh, I was going to bid on that, but I don't know. I feel like Baraka talks about me all the time. Feels like every bite-sized Baraka is about Jardy B10. Suppose I could bid on it and make him talk about something else for once. Um, <clears throat> but that'd be no fun. I don't know. I'll sit on that one. I'll maybe swoop in on the 23rd and, and really throw out some cash. Uh, the graphic by Ricer. You see, part of the reason I think Poopy was cursed... And perhaps why he had his best season in D.C. is because I never got a new signature after I left the Dragons, which, you know, was nearly half my career. So I think that's why I, you know, I was, I was playing in L.A. with a Dragons jersey. I was playing in New York with a Dragons jersey, or signature, rather. Um, so, yeah, this time around, if, if Ricer could just make me a graphic... Maybe one without a team, so I don't have to keep changing it. Uh, that would be quite helpful. I think along those same lines, I should probably hassle. I should probably bid on Grittiest Kings. Same offer for two graphics, and you can change his forum name and profile picture. That might be a little tougher to win. It's a pretty big prize, but we'll see. Uh, along the same lines, Dom offered to make a paint signature which might be delightfully shitty. I don't know how shitty good his paint skills are, but it might be worth finding out. Um, I see Dill is offering to do a diss track. Uh, it sounds lame. Never going to put money into that. Let's see what that's at right now. Who would actually want this shit? Oh, my good Lord. Mexican Cow offered $36 for a diss track. Fucking some people... Some people just don't know how to spend their money. Jeez, um, a media spot by Doomsday. I'll have to come back to that one. I put some money into the Boxing Day podcast by Minion. I really love the idea of Minion like having to talk for an hour. Like I'm not going to put $60 in there. I'll contribute. Maybe I'll contribute more later. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it'd be very amusing if Minion was held to an obscenely long standard of, uh, of, of podcasts to talk about. Um, and making him do that sounds hilarious. Oh, shit, I just noticed this Town of Salem game mode. What does that mean? Oh, it's just some regular Town of Salem bullshit. I don't care. Um, 
Oh, I could get a month of free Game Pass. Uh, I could get a football jersey by Leandro Frog. Classic acid burn, spelling shit wrong. I don't know if that was intentional or not. It's sort of a mystery these days. Uh, one of the more interesting items is an unopened Rosewill Hive 650-watt 80-plus bronze power supply, uh, which was donated by Draymin15, who's come back relatively recently, it seems like. Um, yeah, he didn't post in the actual thread, so this is clearly, or I presume this was over uh, Discord or some shit. And frankly, I didn't even know what the fuck this even was, but it's like a power supply for your PC. And I Googled it, and it's like a, I don't know, a few-year-old piece of hardware. Um, I don't know if the specs are good or not, but let me tell you, currently the bidding's at, like, what, $15? Oh, yeah, $15, because I bid on it. <laughs> it's worth more than that, um, just market value. Uh, so if a guy can win that for, you know, you could at least get $50 for that thing. Like, I don't really need a power supply, largely because I don't have a desktop computer. But, I mean, I could. I could one day. Or I could buy it for $15 and sell it on Amazon for $50, and then I could donate that other $35 to charity or give it to Draymond and be like, thanks, bro, <laughs> and then pat him on the shoulder like a, like a smug piece of shit. Uh, Alex has offered to have the... Someone name the junior uh, showcase tournament championship trophy, uh, which is what I'm all about. I donated for that. That sounds, you know, if I win, I, it obviously has to be something silly because, you know, he offered. He offered for us to name it anything we'd like as long as we pay enough money. Uh, so I feel contractually obligated to make it something kind of stupid. But, like, nothing too stupid. Um, I don't want to make a mockery out of this fun little, fun little important tournament, but I want to make a little bit of a mockery out of it, you know? So I won't call it, like, the poop trophy. Or maybe I will. But, you know, maybe something along those lines. Uh, Reitzer and Tina are going to do a podcast together. I'm not certain I've ever heard either of them do a podcast before. It's probably wrong, um, <clears throat> but I'm excited for that. I put $5 into that. So far, we have a 16-minute podcast between those two, which is not very long. Uh, so hopefully we get some more bids on that. Uh, and, of course, we have two pizza-related pizza, two pizza -related items. One is that Khalib will buy you a pizza. The bid for that is currently at $19, which is, you know, decent value for a pizza. Um <clears throat> I think at the very least, you might want to donate the value of a pizza, and then in return, you'll get a pizza. Um, I don't know if it's the most financially efficient way to donate money, but it is perhaps the most financially efficient way to eat pizza. So I encourage that one. I think that's very funny. I like the idea of Kalib downloading, you know, Skip the Dishes, and putting in my address and then knowing... I like the idea of Khalib knowing my address and then ordering a pizza to it uh, and then maybe one day showing up and murdering my family. I think that is very much worth $25. And I may bid that, you know, depending on the day, depending on when I want pizza. You know, I'll mull that over over the next week. 
unless of course I just fully disappear, then I guess I'll, I'll forget, but I like this one. But that's competing with uh, AJ's much uh, more selfish pizza donation item in which he will donate a pizza to the Arc Aid mission for every $5 donated um, to this item. And therefore, right now he's on the hook for five pizzas. I guess I'll make it six. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'll make AJ spend money on pizza for whatever the fuck that is. Arc Aid mission sounds like it's uh, a charity for... Uh, animals to be put onto a boat before a great flood. So, yeah, you know what? I think two of every giraffe should, or no, wait, two of every animal should have some, uh, have some pizza, including the giraffes. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have to say about the Christmas auction so far. It'll be fun to see that continue to develop. It'll be fun to sink some money into that shit. Um, yeah, cool. Uh, looking at the forums, we got three days until the regular season ends, and then another two days until playoffs begin. And I was doing <clears throat> the last week of Fantasy Zone, and I was looking at the VHLE, and I couldn't help but notice how much better Cologne is than every other team <laughs> in the VHLE this season. So, I mean, shout out to Leandro Frog. Like, they're not as... I mean, they're still pretty good in the standings. I was going to say, they're not as far ahead as you think they might be. But you know what? They kind of are. They have a 100-goal differential. They are, you know, obviously the most scoring team in the league. They've scored 223 goals thus far, um, which is like 30 or so more than the next team. Actually, yeah, it's 31 more than Bratislava. But they have allowed the fewest goals as well. Um, and yeah, currently they have a goal differential of 100. The next best team has a goal differential of 18. That's pretty crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen such a large gap of, uh, at the top of the standings, at least on the VHLE. I wonder if this is a bit of a portent of the VHLE turning into the VHLM a little bit. That might not be good. Um, but yeah, currently Cologne only has nine regulation losses, um, which is pretty wild. They're 28 points ahead of the next team. So big, uh, big Renaissance cup favorites to be certain going into the playoffs. Maybe, maybe Bjorka Bjorn, Bjorna Bjork, um, or Bjorna Bjork, Bjorka Bjornson, whatever the fucking said to name my next player. Maybe he'll get onto Cologne, you know, maybe we can keep the magic, uh, maybe keep the magic happening. Speaking of me recreating, let's see who else has recreated uh, that I can recognize. I suppose most notably is Fonzie. He has a goalie with 30 TPE. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Um, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Seymour Butts just didn't cut it. Uh, welcome back, Fonzie. Uh, Josh is recreating. His goalie, I'm sure, had a number of seasons left, but... Uh, I don't think he's probably been satisfied with his career or his situation. It's a bit of a thick goalie market. Um, we will miss David, 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 David. David Davis dearly. Um, make way for Jasper Davis, uh, the newest of the Davis crew. 
Baby Boom, Baby Boomer recreated, uh, and he hilariously named his player Bobby Bob, um, which is the sequel to Baby Bob. Love to see it. Almost as much as I love to see STZ's new players, Snubbed Anal Fist. Um, I want to take a moment to pause here and... <laughs> If you know what, let's let's take a moment to criticize the mod team uh, a little bit. Snubbed Anal Fist is a great name, and it belongs in the VHL. You know, it encapsulates a lot of history and memes, um, and it, it's wonderful. I think uh, I think we need more snubbed Anal Fist in the league. However, I have seen the mods crack down on way less offensive <laughs> names before. I don't really think Snubbed Anal Fist is offensive, which is kind of my point. Um, but, you know, I've seen mods shut down names like, you know, Dick Uranus. That's actually hilarious. Maybe I should name my player Dick Uranus. But I've just seen them crack down on people's names who, like, make their first name Dick, which I th think is obscene because I'm sorry to say it. It's silly, but Dick is, in fact short for Richard in the 60s. <laughs> I don't think anyone legitimately does that anymore. I don't think you see I don't think you'll see a kid named Richard born in the year born in the fucking 90s who people unironically call Dick. Um I don't believe that happens. But it did happen and it's a legitimate joke. So fuck you mods. Fuck you mods for shutting down Dick but not shutting down Anal Fist. But also please don't shut down Anal Fist. That would be Absurdly rude. Uh, moving on with Scoop, Mexican Cow, and Bekatov's players also retiring this season. Uh, they have all recreated uh, all ADTPE players upon creation. We've got Scoop making a defenseman this time, Jacob Stone. Uh, I'm assuming the Stone is like for Rockman, <laughs> and Jacob is the name of his probably like Jacob Hogard. He likes he likes punk. Maybe he thinks Canadian Headley um is punkish punk enough to be his favorite. Uh that that's the scoop name. Uh Mexican Cow created a goalie, somewhat surprisingly, named Marome Dilson. Um that sounds like a meme. Um and then Bekatov created a defenseman called Mark Calloway, but not smelt smelt that's spelled the same way as the golf balls. Uh, we also have Diamond Ace showing up uh, once more to recreate as a defenseman. And boy, is it obnoxious. <laughs> he has some obnoxious, what I believe to be Polish name. Yes. And it is <laughs> Yuri, Di Yuri Dika Sklodowska. Hmm. Sk Zdzinka, Jazinka. Let's go. Yuridika Sklodowska Jazinka. I don't know. Fuck off, Jason. <laughs> Fuck you, Jason. Fuck you, Diamond Ace, but also welcome back. Um, let's see if he can be as active as I can. <laughs> and finally, we had the Neon Shaman uh, coming back and recreating as Gregor McKeg. Wait. Gregor McKegagger. Gregor McKegagger. Great name. Um, so that's dope. 
Um, got quite the quite the class of season 88 going on here. And I will be adding very little to that class. I will be the most exciting VHLE fucking draftee of all time, I would like to think. Um, again, I don't know what my rights are as a VHLE player. I don't know if I'll be able to switch teams or if whichever team drafts me just gets me forever. Um, I suppose we'll find out. Now, I guess while I'm making a podcast, I may as well go to a quick commercial break while I eat um, a cup of fruit. Hi there. My name's Frank Chadwick. I know these days that the world is a scary place. Most people are feeling depressed or uncertain about what the future may hold. In my experience, you know what helps with depression? Getting your vitamins. And let me tell you, in this here cup of fruit, you get all the vitamins you could possibly ask for. In this particular cup of fruit, it actually just appears to be peaches. Mm-hmm. 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 These are some mattifying peaches. Mm. Mm. Oh, fuck yeah, I can just feel the sadness melting away. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's dribbling down my chin. Mm. Come on down to Frank's Peach Farm. We got peaches and fruit cups. Hell yeah. Hello and welcome back. So we've got 20 more minutes to crush through, and I mean I've I've hit all the all the major all the major things. There hasn't been anything exciting moderation-wise going on. Uh, at least not in public. Wink 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 wink. If I slide into the Board of Governors, I can see that, I don't know, they've been discussing a few things. Uh, some wrap-up with the career point task revisit thing. A um, couple other discussions, um, I believe. That's kind of that's kind of it, I guess. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll point out one thread. I'm going to fully leak, fully leak one thread in particular that Shindig's made a few weeks ago now that says remove rating as a requirement of reviews. Now, there's only five replies in there. I'm not even going to open it up. Um, I would agree because I claim reviews sometimes just like when I comment (laughs) on a podcast and I'll, you know, whenever I do the, um, like the play-by-play of commentary in a podcast, I'll sometimes claim that as a review and it always gets allowed. And let me tell you, I don't always leave a rating at the end. And if I do, it's just kind of as a joke. Um, so I would agree just because that obviously isn't overly a requirement and nobody cares and they get claimed anyway. Uh, so I'm just assuming there's some writing that's like, you must leave a review. Um, I think instead what they should say is, please like, comment, and subscribe, uh, as opposed to only leading a read. Excuse me, leaving a rating and review. If I go to look at the VHFL, um, which is almost over, given that the season is ending soon, I gotta say my group is quite competitive. There's a number of very competitive groups, actually. So my group, group 13, there is, well, I guess 100 points is maybe quite a bit, but there's 100 points separating first from third, or first from fourth, rather. Uh, Comrade Cat and Bannacock really shit the bed in my group. And I guess just in the league overall. Uh, But there's only one point, not even a point, separating Hoopy Dog and Boom. So 
that'll be a fight to the finish between those two. But looking right above that at group three, there is, goodness, less than 30 points separating first and fourth. Um, so I feel like that could kind of go any direction. They are running out of time. Uh, it might be that Animal has got the slam dunk on that, but uh, looking at group 11, there's 0.6 points separating second and third. Aimkin and Vatgernzizis are uh, really in a cockfight for that second place. Uh, and even then, there's less than 20 points separating them from Alex, who's in first. I don't know. I don't really look at these groups that closely, usually. Naturally, I'm usually looking out for number one uh, and hoping that number one is me. But in this scenario, I don't know if this is kind of the first time I looked at it. And yeah, these are really close, really close standings for VHFL. It'll be uh, fun to get some teeps from that. Add on to old Bjork of Bjorn of Bjork. It's fucking uh, TP total. And you know what? I'm not, uh, not going to be recording a podcast for another month, if all goes well here. Uh, so I might as well talk about this new development, which is changes to depreciation, which was announced on Monday. Um, so I don't actually remember what the old percentages were. <laughs> I want to say they were five, seven, and nine, or maybe three, five, and seven percent uh, for your, you know, for second and third year depreciation. Um, it has been going on for some time that depreciation depreciation hasn't been devastating enough for players, which is causing a lot of uh, causing there to be a lot of high salary players in the league, which is causing a lot of teams to be right up the salary cap, which is causing you know, rosters to be pretty full, at least salary-wise anyway. Um, so they have made changes to depreciation. Uh, you now depreciate 5% in your first year, 8% in your second year, and 12% for both your third and fourth years. So, man, I picked a great time to retire and only be in the VHLE. I don't have to deal with any of this shit. Uh, I'm assuming this is a good change overall. I will say that what this will do as well is really ensure that people only use their money <laughs> on the depreciation fighters. Uh, as I think there was for a bit there, it might have not necessarily been... I mean, it's still probably the best TPE for for money value you can get, but there was probably an argument to be made for, I don't know, getting doubles weeks or whatever. Um, this once again increases the value um, of those depreciation fighters, which is fine. Um, but I imagine this will eventually draw even more attention to the player store. I know there's kind of been calls for, you know, additional items or a little more variety, which is tough to do, you know. You got to watch out that you're not like, what do they call it in Gasha Games? Creep? Um, power creep. Like, they can't, you know, go and release a package that, um, you know, player improvement-wise is competitive with uh, with the depreciation fighters. Like, let's say they're just, you know, it's maybe it's an NCAP TPE package. You know, maybe once per career you can buy 20 TPE for, like, fucking $10 million or, or whatever the equivalent value would be. Uh, so then that becomes a thing that everybody has to like save up for and buy. 
uh, and then that gets stale, and then you introduce a new thing, and then that makes the previous one's thing stale, and then a few iterations of the player store later, you're like, why do we even have depreciation fighters and we have all these other crazy packages we can buy? Um, so I think that just is the nature of the player store. Like, there just is going to be things that are uh, more valuable, and it always depends on your situation. Like, a clicker might get more value out of one thing, and a max earner is going to get more value out of a different thing, and someone who's going to be spending their career in the VHLE points at himself, uh, will find no value in a lot of things. <laughs> at a certain point, I won't be able to earn TP, so I'll just be spending my money on experience packages, I guess, assuming I'm even allowed to make money at that point. Um, yeah, unfortunately, as much as I would also like to see some variety in the player store, I do understand that it's a bit of a fruitless task in a way. I just don't think you can ever perfect it. Um, a fun use of the player store would honestly be like, you know, if we were more, if we had a more of like a pay to win or not even pay to win format, but more of like a microtransaction format on the forum. Like, let's say, I know there were some forums back in the day and maybe still in this day and age where you're not even allowed to have like a profile picture or a signature unless you're like a premium member or have been there for X amount of time or have earned like X amount of forum points or whatever the fuck. Um, if we retroactively did something like that, the player sword would be great. Hey, spend like this small amount of money and you can customize your your profile and your forum stuff. But we already have that fully customizable, which is probably the way to go. But as a result, we lose out on all those cool player store options. So, I don't know. It is what it is, I suppose. And I just read the last few lines of this announcement. Notice that these effects only, sorry, these changes only affect skaters. Uh, and goalies have the same old depreciation. Which I suppose makes sense, because they don't have hybrid attributes. And they've just been, they've just been left out of all these changes. No wonder Mexican Cow created a goalie. In other news around the league, Tate has left, um, perhaps permanently. Uh, he recorded an almost hour-long podcast on his way out. I'm looking forward to listening to it. He may or may not have a special guest for it, judging from the last 20 seconds being special guests closing comments, but uh, <laughs> the rest of the thread mentioning nothing about a special guest. I don't know, maybe his wife comes in and says, fuck you all. How fucking dare you? Um, but yeah, I always liked Tate. Um, didn't like 100% really... He had a bit of a crusade against the mods. Um, which, like, I'm not saying the mods are above reproach. Um, I criticized them just earlier in this podcast. Um, in, in my very casual, inactive view, I thought he felt too strongly about them. You can't judge them for that, though. Everyone has their opinions. Um, those weren't necessarily wrong, either. Um, so, yeah, I'll miss Tate. I'll miss his podcasts. Um, just like I've been missing everyone else's podcasts. Get it? It's a pun, because I haven't listened to one in fucking two weeks, probably. Um, but, yes, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the hearing that. I wish I could have listened before recording this, but I just didn't have time. Uh, my flight... It's going to have to be at the airport at 3.30, and it's almost 2.30, meaning that if I would have listened to his podcast, I'd have to, like, leave right now. I'm not done recording my podcast. 
hashtag priorities. And speaking of podcasts I haven't listened to, there was a couple of Spyros that I did not listen to lately. Actually, I've missed a lot of his. Um, I sort of stopped listening to, like when I was listening to, while I was still listening to every podcast, um, which I was struggling to do, I did end up cutting his out just because he was talking about, um, you know, VHLM goalies or whatever, uh, following the goalie draft that Ash Sparks was in. And, you know, that was kind of least relevant. It's kind of the content I'm least interested in when I listen to podcasts. Uh, so I ultimately, even though his podcasts are very good, don't get me wrong, uh, just content-wise, that was the one I kind of chose to give up before ultimately giving up listening to podcasts as a whole. Um, other than, of course, quick side note, my girlfriend likes to fall asleep listening to something usually like a podcast, like a true crime podcast, or lately it's been alien podcasts. Um, So I have actually been listening, quote unquote, to Ashley Flowers talk about, you know, alien alien sightings from the past 50 years. Um, That's been our bedtime routine. Um, Doesn't doesn't bother me because I'm a very good sleeper, quite talented at sleeping can sleep in nearly any condition. So if there's a podcast on in the background, doesn't matter. If the house is burning down and there's a fire alarm blaring in my face, doesn't matter. I'll just sleep through all of that. But anyway, Spyro has a couple I was interested in listening to. One where he said he was sad. And I wanted to hear why he was sad. That was like from a month ago almost, I think. Uh, and then he did a big one with uh, with a few guests. Um, and he tagged me in it and stuff, so... Um, even if I wasn't tagged, I'd be interested in hearing that because I think like Hogan, I don't know. They had a few people who, you know, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen the Spyro Hogan team up and whoever else was on that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that as well, even if I don't listen to it until February, which is entirely possible. Maybe I end up giving up on it. I don't know, but, uh, yeah. And then of course, Barakas are always a treat. Fortunately, he gives them short, so actually feasible I can listen to those eventually but alas so let's finish strong here I've got like five or so minutes to go um that's easy peasy I can spend five minutes talking about the fucking weather I'm not going to talk about the weather though what I am going to talk about I know it's Kino at Kino has left a status that says rage now let's figure out why is Kino raging Looking into their post history, they posted, well, they made 12 post posts. Uh, One was creating their player on October 24th, very new, uh, a Nigerian man named Kino Akara. Uh, He answered a couple press conferences. Oh, did a, um, oh, did a review of a graphic? A couple reviews, got his first generation bonus. Uh, Seems to be on Mexico City Kings doing their press conference. Um, yeah, that's a good new member. Now, what's he raging? If he plays for the Mexico City Kings, certainly they must be having some misfortune. Let's, let's look into that. How are the Mexico City Kings doing? Well, they're not doing bad. They're second in the conference, uh, which puts them fourth in the league overall. So they're a pretty cozy playoff contender. Um, very firmly the fourth best team, 
Uh, so he can't be raging about their team performance. How is Kino himself doing? He's got 140 TPA and presumably TPE. Um, he's a point-per-game player. I mean, that's pretty good. Did something happen on... When did he rage? Wednesday morning? There must have been something on Wednesday morning specifically that caused Kino to rage. If we look at their games Wednesday night, Mexico blew out Miami 7-3. to I mean, that's... They certainly raged all right. Um, Kino even got one goal, which would maybe be disappointing, I guess, when you get seven. But, I mean, I think that's pretty good. What about their other game? They beat Halifax 5-3. to three. This was the Tuesday night performances. Um, and once again, how did Kino do in this game? Pretty bad, honestly. He got <laughs> no points and was a minus two, um, which puts him on the same level as Mexico D4. Uh, so it's not great. He did take four shots and get three hits. So, I mean, overall, I guess that wasn't an impressive game, but certainly nothing to rage about when you win. Why is Kino raging? I don't understand. Um, yeah, that was those Tuesday night's games I looked at, right? Yeah, you made the status Wednesday morning. Oh, shit, I accidentally closed the thing. But Wednesday's games weren't posted until the evening, so he can't be raging about that. If we look into his... I guess he did a, um, a press conference on Monday, a couple days before he was raging in his status... And, I mean, it looks like uh, it looks like he's happy with the team. You know, Mexico's good. Uh, their thunder established that they were in fourth. He's like, does it matter if we finish third or fourth or how you're feeling? He's like, no, there's nothing that can stop us. We are going to win. It doesn't matter where we finish. So he clearly has a good attitude about the team as a whole. So I don't think he's raging about the Kings necessarily. I don't know, maybe let's look into who recently created. Did they miss out on some recreates, maybe? Does that does that add up? Looking at their roster, they signed both Beketov's player and Mexican Cow's player. That's a pretty big win as far as recreates go. Uh, they also got Good Left Undone's new player, Moritz Stauffer, uh, who's also a season 88. I don't know, maybe this is like a positive rage. You know, I'm thinking this is less an angry rage maybe more of a positive rage. Uh, they also traded for Reese McFlurry on Monday. Um, that bolsters their team. Uh, so this could just be a happy rage, I'm starting to think. Maybe Mexico is starting to rage, and maybe they're on a, on a win streak at the time. <laughs> Let's look at their schedule. Um, I mean, they're on a win streak right now. They did lose to the Marlins. Actually, they lost two straight. Maybe that was... Hmm. No, that was after. That was after he made the status, though. Jeez, I don't know. It's a pretty big mystery. I'm thinking where I'm going to land on this. Perhaps this was a perhaps this was a cry for help, so to speak. Like not to be dramatic, but maybe he was. Maybe I keep saying he. Maybe they. Maybe something upset them in real life, and and they're pissed. At, oh wait, oh wait. I think I got it. I think I fucking figured it out. I got it, gang. It's fucking... He was talking about World Cup, of course. Morocco lost to France on Wednesday. Um, I didn't watch... I saw the tiniest amount of it while I was 
my uh, company took us out for lunch that day. So I saw some whilst I was eating lunch. Um, and clearly Kino may actually be from West Africa or at the very least. Sorry, I got interrupted there. I was asked to move my vehicle so they could clear snow. Um, but where was I? Right, I'm assuming Kino is either straight up West African or of West African descent or is simply a fan of West Africa. Um, and at the very least is a fan of Morocco, judging from the theme of his player and all that jazz. And yes, it was indeed quite, quite disappointing that Morocco did not beat France because France was heavily favored to win and all that. But let's, uh, let's root for third place finish. I think that'd be pretty cool too. Um, yeah, easy six minutes. There you go. There you go, gang. That's how you do a podcast in top form. Hell yeah. I'll be back in a month. I'll be back in a month with even, even better and brighter content. You're going to fucking shit your pants. Uh, but until then, uh, stay safe out there, gang, and have some happy fucking holidays. Totally do. My head is normally sharp with dumb and I see myself in this Too far it seems you don't agree you need your place in this Went on for just a little too long Went wrong when you had to give up your gun No change, the only thing that you should It's okay if you wanna switch up, you could If you wanna switch up, you could If you wanna switch up, you could We deal, they're old so still I see myself in this mm-hmm. If you must walk in like that again You've got no place in this mm-hmm. Went on just a little too long Went wrong when you had to give up your gun no change, the only thing that you should It's okay if you wanna switch up, you could If you wanna switch up, you could